Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Welcome to Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. Hey, God bless you, everybody. Welcome to Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. And we're your hosts, Matt and Stephanie Garrity. And we're founders of River of Heaven Ministries. And we have a threefold vision to rebuild and restore, equip and empower, and revive and heal. Through these broadcasts, you're going to be touched, rebuilt, and restored, equipped and empowered, and revived and healed. And you're going to be functioning like never before as a kingdom man or a kingdom woman. And so God bless you today. If you want to support the podcast, visit us at www.riverofheaven.org slash donate. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. And so I want to ask you to imagine with me for a moment if you had come across this vast, vast treasure that you found, you're on an exploration somewhere and you found this remote area and that you sailed a a ship there and you were looking uh, and all of a sudden you found this vast treasure. I mean, I'm talking something that could change your economic status in life, uh, riches beyond what the eye can see. Would you keep that to yourself? Or would you share that with everyone that you know and love, knowing that that could also change their life? You know, I just gave you an example of what this podcast, what these broadcasts are designed to do. They're designed to get us to look at the treasure trove, the vast expanse of the Word of God, the treasure trove that is the Word of God, and the nuggets of wisdom within the Scripture, those gems, if you will, that understanding and applying those gems, those principles of God's Word will change your entire life. The Bible says that the Word of God is eternal. The Word of God will never pass away. It's greater, it's better than gold or silver or rubies or any priceless, precious stone that you can think of. Hallelujah. And so we've been exploring these nuggets of wisdom. We first started out with exploring what we call the river of God. And that's really the first gem that we looked at. What is the river of God? Other synonyms for the river of heaven. Uh, or the river from the throne. You know, what is that? If you're interested in finding out more about that gem, that nugget of wisdom, or those nuggets of wisdom, go back and listen to our first three podcasts. And then from there, we began to expound a little bit more and, and start to journey and look at Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Is he some kind of smoke? Is he some kind of mist? Is he a dove? Is he a fire? There's many different depictions of the Holy Spirit. But we actually, by studying the Word of God, there are many amazing principles and treasure troves, nuggets of wisdom regarding the Holy Spirit of God. And the last few podcasts, we've been looking at specific aspects of what we have called the sevenfold nature of him or the seven dimensions or the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. And that's found in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. 
And it says in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, speaking of Jesus, that the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And those are the seven, right? The spirit of the Lord, that's one, the spirit of wisdom, two, understanding, three, not, uh, counsel, four, might, five, knowledge, six, and the fear of the Lord, seven. And that is what's known as the sevenfold spirit of God, the sevenfold Holy Spirit. And so there are different aspects and different characteristics that God intended for us to understand about his spirit. The one who lives within us, Holy Spirit, he is the one who lives within us that is leading and directing our lives as we yield to him. If you've repented and believed in Jesus Christ, then you've received the Holy Spirit, who is the sevenfold spirit of God. He is the Holy Spirit. That means he will lead you in holiness. He is the spirit of the Lord. That means he will always constantly remind you of needing to surrender and posturing yourself accordingly under the lordship of Jesus Christ and under Father God as the head. He also will lead us in wisdom and he will lead us in counsel. He will lead us in understanding. He will lead us in knowledge. He will lead us in might. He will lead us in the fear of the Lord. He will lead us in many different aspects. And so we've been looking at, we looked at the spirit of the Lord first, then we looked at the spirit of wisdom next, then we looked at understanding in the last podcast. But what I want to go into today is, you may have guessed guessed it, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of counsel. When you think of the word counsel, what pop? up in your mind. You may think of someone sitting in a counselor's office in school, like a guidance counselor, or maybe you think of someone going through marriage counseling, uh, something of that nature. But when the Bible speaks of the spirit of counsel, and that Holy Spirit is the spirit of counsel, the word counsel in Hebrew is the word etzah, etzah, which means advice. As we look deeper at the Hebrew word, there's even more clarity that comes. The root word of the word etzah is ya'atz, ya'atz. And that means to, to advise, to give advice, or to guide. So when the Holy Spirit is depicted as the spirit of counsel, he is the one that advises us. He is the one that guides us. This speaks of a divine download of advice that's available to us and guidance from heaven. You know, there's many people these days that are looking for guidance, you know. When you're driving your car, there are certain signs, there are certain um, things out there when you're driving that lead the way, that show you where to go. And I say it like this, if you're driving your car and you're not following the signs on the road and, you know, you're not following the directions that you're supposed to go, you may never end up reaching your destination. And so if we want to reach our destination in the things of God, we need to follow after Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of counsel. He gives us proverbially the green light when to go. He gives us the red light of when to stop. And he also gives us the yellow light, caution. He also gives us the yield sign. And that should be an understood thing uh, every day of our lives, that we need to yield to him. But it's very interesting when we look at this word, because 
God advice never fails. He's the greatest advisor who ever existed because he's never wrong. I mean, think about this. Many people you might think are great counselors or give you great advice, but they can still be wrong because they're human beings. They're fallible people. But God is never wrong. He never leads us in the wrong direction. In Job chapter 12, verse 13, it says this. It says, with him, God, are wisdom and strength. He has counsel and understanding. In Psalm chapter 16, verse 7, the psalmist writes, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night season. And this is not talking about your human heart, but this is talking about the inward the inward parts, understanding that when God is moving in your life, uh, the Lord is directing, directing your affairs, directing everything within you so that he is leading and directing you. And as you are yielding to his counsel, your heart knows the right way to go. Many say, and I've even heard Christians say something like this, follow your heart, just go and do whatever your heart says. That's actually opposite of what the Bible says. The Bible says, do not follow your heart for your heart is deceitful above all things. But the Bible says to follow the spirit of God, follow the Holy Spirit, because he is the spirit of counsel and he will get uh, control of your conscience. He will get control of your heart and all your inward parts will begin to move according to yielding to he who is the one of counsel. Psalm 3311 says this, it says, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart are to all generations. Wow. I mean, how does that make you feel when you hear it's not just in our generation? God's not just provided counsel for us, but as we are given counsel, those of us who are parents, we then can provide great counsel for our children. I don't want to give my kids any counsel that's not from the Lord. And there are a lot of voices who are speaking these days. So we need to make sure that we're providing the right counsel. And the only way we can be assured that we provide the right counsel is if we're following the one who is the spirit of counsel. I love it. Let's read that Psalm 33, 11 again. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart are to all generations. Wow, that's just like what Psalm 145 verse 4 says, which says that one generation shouts their praises to the next. It actually means that one generation marks the next generation with the way they follow the Lord, with the way they praise and worship God. I mean, God is always in the understanding of generational blessing. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so again, I think last podcast, we talked about not limiting things or trying to understand it's got to move beyond just this generation. If we're not looking at the next generation and the generation after that, despite what our eschatology is, then I believe we've missed it because we've missed the heart of God that he is multiple generations. He is always interested in the next generation being raised up. You know, we can trust the Lord's counsel because his word is absolute truth. All his promises are yes and amen to they who truly believe. So do we truly believe? Do we? Many say they believe, but then when there's pressures and situation and circumstances and all these things begin to crowd around them, it reminds you of the parable 
of the sower where he sows the seed on certain types of soil, but one of those types of soil was the thorny places. And the thorny places, if they're not care, if you're not careful, can try to choke out the fruitfulness of the good things that were sown. But we know that we can trust God and we know that we can avoid the temptations of life by following the one who gives us good advice all the time. Why can we trust in that? Because he is our God who gives it. He is omniscient, which means he knows all. His counsel stands firm generation after generation because he is unchanging. You know, many things change over the course of our life. Friendships may change. Job situations may change. Different things that we take a liking to may change. But God never changes. He is the Lord that changes not. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so that's amazing. When you think of all the different people that move in and out of your life and all maybe the job situations over the years or maybe the hobbies that you like, things of that nature, we know that there is one thing or one entity that will never change in our life. And that's comforting because that means no matter how bad things may get around us or no matter how things shift around our lives regarding just the way we live our life or or who's here or who's not, We can always rely on the one who will always be there, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. When I think of people in the Bible where the spirit of counsel really resonated in, I think of the prophet Daniel. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 14, Daniel was in a very difficult situation. He was in a Babylonian captivity. The people of God had been um, taken into captivity because of their idolatry and their rampant sin against God. And God had had enough and he had raised up Babylon to bring them into captivity. But Daniel was a man that continually sought the Lord in prayer. He sought the Lord with all he had. And in Daniel chapter 2 verse 14, it it speaks of here that that word, ya'atz, the the word etzah, counsel. It says, then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar was furious because no one could tell him what was supposed to happen. No one understood what his dreams meant, what the visions that he was getting meant, except Daniel, because God had given him wisdom and understanding and counsel even during those difficult times. And this is the scripture here that I just read is where the king sends Arioch the captain of his guard out to kill all the wise men because he's just had enough. He thinks they're all foolish and he wants to destroy them. But God had given Daniel counsel. He had given him advice. And so Daniel knew just how to answer the the captain of the king's guard, which spared his life. You know, not only are we called, beloved, to test every spirit, but especially during trying times, we need to know the right words to say. We need to know the right approaches to take. And we only know that by following the Holy Spirit, by following the one who is the spirit of counsel. Many choose these days to walk through the warning signs that Holy Spirit gives them and wonder why they find themselves in all sorts of chaos and calamity. You know, in the natural realm, if we choose to disregard the traffic lights, like I said before, the stop signs and the yield signs, there's never a good result. 
How much more do we need to be attentive to this in the spiritual realm? These visual cues, alerts, and warnings on our daily path demand our immediate attention, and they should trigger an appropriate response from us. See, when we are driving, we don't just see those things and say, oh yeah, that's great. Look, there's a stop sign or there's a red light or there's a caution sign, but we also need to apply the actions that go along with it. It would be foolish to say, well, wow, that's, that's great that I see this stop sign, but I'm just going to keep driving. No, not only does that sign, not only does that advice demand our attention, if we don't listen to that advice, well, really in our case, there are laws, but if we don't listen to those cues and what's out there right in front of us, as far as warnings, then we're going to be on the road to disaster. No, no pun intended. And so spiritually speaking, we must understand when to go, when to stop, when to yield. And we only understand those things by the promptings of the one who is the spirit of counsel, the one who gives us advice. We must be ready to stop at all times when God says stop. We must be ready to move when God says move, and we must always yield to the Lord and his counsel concerning our lives. And if we don't, we can really find ourselves in a mess. But I want to look at things now. We talked about the warnings and, and things of that nature. But what about when there's the green light? See, many are waiting for God to, you know, to show up as a whirlwind or strike a lightning bolt in front of them. But I want to encourage you with this, that God gives us the green light, not always by looking at looking for a sign like Gideon had in the, in the word of God and things like that. But more often than not, he leads us by promptings by his spirit that lives within us. That's how we get the green light. Amen. It would be like if we were driving the car, but we were getting the promptings within us to go or to stop or to, to yield. See, whereas the natural realm, we may follow visual cues and things of that nature. In the spiritual realm, oftentimes those cues come from within. There is, there is unction, there's thrust, there's strength, there's leading from within. The Old Testament teaches us that everything was external. Everything was on the outside. Follow the Ten Commandments. Do according to the law. Everything was external. We, they, people had followed it, and we followed it out of obligation. Do this or else. And all the law could do was to show us that we were a sinful people and we needed a holy God. But the Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross and he raised, he took away the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. He fulfilled the law. And now we have what's called the law of love and the law of liberty. And so he has both imparted and imputed his righteousness to us, as it says in the book of Hebrews. So now there are internal cues. There is an internal motivation. Now, God still speaks in dreams and visions, and he can speak externally or give us signs and wonders, absolutely. But 
All the work in the new covenant now is coming from an internal place. It's coming because you now have within you his spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. In the old covenant, Holy Spirit again was, he came upon and and began to dwell in for certain types of, of assignments. But as Christ said, it's to your benefit that I go away because in the new covenant, he has sent us now the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit has taken his place of ministry. So he now lives within us. So we don't have to wait for God's spirit to be poured out to do specific tasks. The Bible says in the last days, the spirit is poured out on all flesh. And so he's available to everyone if we repent and believe in Jesus Christ. We're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for the glory of God alone. Hallelujah. And so, I don't know about you, but that is refreshing to me. That word refreshing makes me think of Acts 3, 19. That as we repent and as we turn to the Lord, times of refreshing will come. Do you need a time of refreshing? Well, I'm telling you that the best way to receive that time of refreshing is to turn to Jesus Christ. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to ask you right now to think about your life. Are you in your life in a place where you have eternal security, where you feel like, I know that if I breathe my last breath right now, God forbid, but if I if I died uh, tomorrow or I didn't wake up, after I go to sleep tonight, do I have confidence of where I would spend eternity? And if you do, then that's wonderful. But if you don't, then I want to encourage you today that there is a propitiation for your sins. There is one who can who has paid your sin debt in full. There is one that has stuck closer to you than a brother and has been with you and has been encouraging you and has been wooing you this whole time throughout your life. But, you know, it's not this uh, external force. It's not, you know, this ethereal smoke or mist or chakras or any of this stuff. No, it is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that his goodness and his kindness throughout our whole life has led us to one place. And that's so that we would repent. God created us. He fashioned us, he formed us, he designed us, but then we all, as sheep, went astray. We went our own way. We didn't follow his counsel and his advice, but he was so good that in the book of Romans 5, uh, 8, it says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That Father God demonstrated his own love in this, and then while we were still sinning, while we were walking away from him, Christ died for us. John 3.16 says, For Father God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, Jesus, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would receive everlasting life. And if you today don't understand where you would spend eternity, and if you today believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins, and you believe that you're a sinner, then I want to ask you today to say, Lord Jesus, I repent And I turn right now, I respond to your goodness, to your kindness that even allowed me to hear this podcast today. And I now turn, I repent, I let go of the old and I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I repent, I turn from my sins and I trust in you for my salvation and and for everything that's included 
in the atonement from freedom, for healing, for deliverance, because you are the Lord and I believe you and I confess you as Lord and Savior. And today and forever from now forward until I breathe my last breath, I am saved and I will have the fulfillment of that salvation when I leave this earth. Hallelujah. You know, I just want to congratulate you if you have prayed that prayer, and it's more than just a prayer, but if you've truly believed and you've truly repented and turned to Jesus Christ, then friend, you are born again. You have the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have the precious Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And now you have the one internally who will be giving you cues. Don't do this. Do this. Stop doing this. Yield to me. Read the word of God. Worship the Lord. You know, a witness is only as good as that who he's testifying about. In other words, a witness doesn't speak of themselves, but they speak of the one that they're testifying of. And we know that we have the living witness who is the Holy Spirit. He doesn't testify of, of himself, but he testifies of the one who sent him, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for leading us and guiding us. It says in the word that the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of the Father and brings them to us. He teaches them to us. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you for continuing to teach us, to lead us, and to guide us. And we just thank you and bless you, Father, in Jesus' name. May you remember and understand, if you haven't before this podcast, that you are a beloved child of God, and there are great things ahead for you as you follow the Lord and as you follow the leading of His Spirit of counsel in your life. God bless you today. If you'd like to connect with us, you can go to our website at www.riverofheaven.org. River of Heaven Ministries is advancing the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven through various means. In James 1.27, Scripture teaches us to care for the widows and the orphans. We take this seriously and are actively involved in supporting widows and others in need on a monthly basis. Together, we can do more. Additionally, our radio broadcasts and podcasts reach all nations, touching lives worldwide. Daily, new listeners hear the gospel, and through these broadcasts and podcasts, millions have an opportunity to repent, believe, and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Listeners also learn about powerful Tabernacle of David principles through our teaching, encouraging all to worship the Father in spirit and in truth with great passion and purity. Your financial gift of any amount will help us to continue to support those in need and allow us to launch high-quality recorded radio broadcasts, podcasts, and teaching that are available for free to anyone who has internet access. With your prayers and financial support, we will continue to reach millions in our generation and multiply millions in generations to come. Thank you for partnering with us. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today, everybody. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you, lift up his countenance upon you, and give you his peace. Until next time, goodbye.